You're listening to the Elevate Main Podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Good afternoon, everyone! Oh, before anything else, pwede ba tingnan mo yung katabi mo? Tapos tanggalin nyo yung mask nyo, tapos sabihin nyo sa kanya, Hello! I see, I think half of the people here are wearing their masks, but we believe that God is in control of our nation. Amen? Amen. We're, start, we're going to close our series entitled what? Winning Habits. Now, before, uh, before anything else, as I was preparing this message, I, I wanted to share to you a story of one winning habit that I had uh, recently. Now, this is a picture of me when I was in college. Uh, can we show that picture? Okay. <laughs> Wala pa. A picture of me back when I was in college, I was at 220 pounds. God is alive. Binago talaga ni Lord. And you see, what happened? What happened? I gained so much pounds because thesis happened. While we were crunching down numbers in our statistical data and on our tests, we were at the same time crunching on pizza and burger and fries and ice cream. Kasi nag-stress eat kami. Until back in 2017, uh, three years ago, I started to make that, make that commitment. Sabi ko talaga kay Lord, Lord, baguhin mo ko, ayoko na, <laughs> ang taba ko na, yung bagi ko na, pants naging... Skinny fit na, Lord. Pwede bang baguhin niyo ako? And so I made that commitment to God. I wanted to lose weight. I want to be a good steward of my body. And of course, I wanted to prepare for my future family. Diba? My, my, uh, my, future, my future wife, diba? my kids. I wanted, to, I wanted to be a good example, a good role model. Not just to my future family, but to my disciples as well. And so what I did was I started tracking down my, my goals. I started tracking down my nutrition. I started tracking down my workouts. And I became so legalistic about it. Let me show, uh, let me show you a picture. Uh, this is an app called MyFitnessPal. And all the things na kinakain ko, this was recently, okay? So, kung nyo, I had uh, buchi, diba? I got uh, buko shake for dessert. All these things, I track it down so that I would measure my macros, okay? A little bit of science. Macros, we have three components for our food. You got the protein, you got the carbs, you got the fat, and you need to control your carbs because if your insulin levels go up, you wouldn't be able to burn as much fat. And other than that, I was uh, making sure that I work out in three components. Yung ATP, CP, as they call it, yung, yung ability to lift weights, the aerobic exercise. I was at my A game. I feel like LeBron James. I feel like Kobe Bryant. Can we end now? <laughs> it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. And so, after that, wala, sobrang nag-lose ako ng weight, more than 30 pounds, and I didn't imagine winning some prizes. Medals. I, I, I went to races, Spartan, uh, nag, nag marathon races din ako. I didn't, I, I wasn't expecting that to happen. And I realized, I realized, nag-iba na talaga yung itsura ko. Ayos ba? <laughs> and so what happened was, I realized that 
it's the same thing with the other things that we do in life. I realize that goals are met when our habits are in check. Same things with, with singing. Diba? You have to control your nutrition. Kailangan, you, you pay attention to what you're drinking. All these things, you have these exercises. Pag nag, nag-play ka ng instruments, what do you do? Diba? You, have, you, you have to practice. You have to make time. When you're a dancer, ganun din. And it's the same thing with our relationship with God. It's the same thing with our relationship with God. What we want is to grow in our relationship with the Lord, but we can't just stand and envision it. We need to act on it. And that's why we have this series. Just last week, we talked about what? We talked about spending time with the Lord daily, with, your, with our Kuya Marty, right? And for today, what we're going to talk about is this habit called God's Word, reading God's Word. So what is God's Word anyway? It's found in 2 Timothy 2, uh, 3, 16 to 17. And let me read it for you. It says here, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for, continue, teaching for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped, for every good work. You see, the word there, inspired by God, in other words, in other translations, it's God-breathed. It's the very words of God. Yes, there are different authors who wrote the, the, the books of the Bible, but it was God who inspired them. It was God, uh, it was God who used them as his vessels to write down every word that he has in store for us. You see, God's word, the Bible, is proven to be his very words for its precision. Can you just imagine 40 authors, many authors, across different times in history, right? But, but it has the same message. It's all centralized to this, the person of Jesus Christ. Another thing is the archaeological evidences, the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's, it proves that it is truly God's word for its accuracy. And lastly, the transforming power of the lives of the people. Diba yung katabi mo ba? Did he change? Diba binago ba siya ni Lord? Tama, diba? And we have famous people na binago talaga ni Lord. One is Manny Pacquiao. Recently, he started the National Bible Day. It was him who hosted that. And Kanye West. One more year enjoys his albums. I listen to it almost every day. <laughs> Pero grabe talaga, binago talaga siya ni Lord. In fact, he's the only Christian rapper that I know that has scripture in his lyrics. He really changed from the inside out. You see, as we, you see, basically, God's word is the primary way of speaking, a uh, primary way of him speaking to all of us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me say that again. God's word is the primary way of him speaking to us. As we communicate with God through prayer, the Bible's purpose is for us to hear from Him. Written in His Word are His plans, yung will niya, things that pleases Him, things that displeases Him, things that break His heart, and the list goes on and on. See, let me share with you a story. I believe one of the saddest moments that I witnessed was when I was in grade school. Here's a picture of me. Diba, bida ang saya, diba? Alam yung uh, ano eh, regular ako sa Jollibee, two-piece chicken. And see, when I was in high school, 
uh, grade school, sorry. Uh, I used to play yung Tamiya. Have you ever, have you, uh, get, you guys had that, that toy, Tamiya? Other than that, Beyblade. And I used to play with my friends, okay? I used to play with my friends. Tapos kung hindi naman na namin malalaro yun, magpapatintero kami, agawan base, at kung ano-ano pa. And so I had, we made lots of friends, okay? May mga baraka-baraka nung nasa grade school ako. But there's this one guy in class who was so weird. Akala ko sa movies lang nangyayari to, pero every lunchtime, makikita ko siya staring at a blank wall. And he was talking to the wall. He had an imaginary friend. Grade 3 na kami may imaginary friend pa rin siya. Kamusta ka na? Nag-lunch ka na ba? Seriously, yun yung sinasabi niya. Nag-lunch ka na ba? Kilala mo ba si Stephen? <laughs> ano? Papatayin natin siya. <laughs> Ganon. Ganon. Ganon siya makipagkaibigan. And I don't know what happened to this guy. And it's weird, right? It didn't make sense. Why? Because that's not a relationship. Relationships are developed by two or more interacting individuals. Sadly, the reality is that Christians today claim to be in a relationship with God, but fail to realize that the Bible is God's way of communicating with them. They stuck it in their shelves, they don't open it, and, you know, they just say, yeah, I'm a Christian, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the Holy Spirit, but they don't get to maximize this relationship that they have with God. Are you still here? And what's heartbreaking is that they don't get to, ma- uh, they don't get to uh, follow uh, God's plan and will for their lives. That's why some of, some of us spiral down into situations such as, number one is this, and I listed it down. Number one is heartbreak. Diba? You experience heartbreak. Grabe, why did I fall for that guy? Grabe, guapo lang pala. Ang sama ng budhi niya. Diba? Grabe talaga. Heartbreak. Second one is regrets. Bakit hindi ko ba pinili yon? Why did I choose this path? I remember there's a disciple of mine. I asked him, what is your course in college? And he said, computer sayang. <laughs> he didn't like his course. And so he shifted and it delayed his graduation. It delayed him. So regrets, you experience regrets. Another one is confusion. A lot of students they, today, they don't know their direction in life, their purpose, their, the meaning of life. They don't know it. And so they're confused, not knowing where to go. And lastly, loneliness. Loneliness. Just recently, there's this student who committed suicide in Trinoma. Have you heard of that? Loneliness. And these guys do not, these guys do not know how to process the difficulties of life. It's sad because they don't know that it is found in the richness of God's word. And we don't want this to happen to any of us. You see, our desire is for all of us to cultivate a deep relationship with God. We really love the Lord every single day. And at the same time, be guided as we make decisions on a day-to-day basis. And you see, if there's one thing that I'd like, to, like you to remember, it's this, okay? The title of our message is, Let God's Word Guide You. Can you say that again? Let God's Word guide you. And my prayer is that 
as we're going as we take a look at two things that God's word can do in our lives, I hope that after our time together, you will be more than convinced, excited even to start opening your Bibles, spend time with the Lord, and make this your major winning habit. So are you ready? Uh, so before anything else, why don't we offer this time to God? Let's join our hearts in a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we come before you. We want to thank you, Lord God, for allowing us uh, to gather here as a family. Thank you because, the, because despite the coronavirus, Lord, nandito ito pa kami. And thank you because we're safe. Thank you for the blessing of being alive today. And this time, Lord, may you just open our hearts and our minds to your word today. And I pray, Lord, that as we continue uh, this time, may you just allow us to hear from your word, speak to all of us in a special way. I pray for myself. May you help me to preach your word with clarity, with authority, with boldness, and fill us all with your spirit. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do. We love you so much, Lord, in Jesus' name. And all God's people say... Amen and amen. All right, so the main passage is in Psalm 119. We're going to select verses in Psalm 119. But before that, and before we dive in, let me share with you a little bit of trivia about Psalm 119. It's considered as the longest chapter in the Bible. It's the Mount Everest of the Bible. It's longer than even as compared to the other books of the New Testament. Siguro kung buhay si na Jude, kung buhay si na Jonah, ngayong araw na to at nakita nila yung Psalm 119, may intimidate sila. Grabe naman tong psalmist na to, ang daming sinabi. Diba? Mapapaganon sila. Alright? And the thing is, it has 176 verses and the psalmist talks about one thing and that is God's word. Your precepts, your laws, your ways, your commandments, your word. Out of 176 verses, only five of those does not talk about, do not talk about God's word. Imagine that. When we think of something good, diba? for instance, food or drink, or maybe yung crush mo, diba? you have so much to tell about this guy or this, this woman, right? Sino ba yung crush mo sa buhay mo? Well, you know, every time I look into her eyes, it speaks life to me. Yeah. <laughs> I only miss her when I'm breathing. Diba? Yung mga ganun, diba? Mga ganun bagay. Ang dami mong nasasabi. Why? Because you appreciate that person so much. Right? You appreciate that person so much. And just like this psalmist, he had so many things to talk about God's word. He talked about the importance of God's word, what it can do in a person's life, and his deep love for it. The question is, how about us? How about us? Have we cultivated a deep love for the Word of God? Is it something that we treasure? Is it something that we value? Is it, uh, is it something that we open uh, once we wake up in the morning and before we go to bed? Do we walk in them? Do we follow what God's Word is telling us to do? Now, we're going to, as I mentioned a while ago, we're going to select verses in the Bible and we're going to learn two principles for today. The first one is God's word teaches. God's word teaches. Can you say that with me? God's word teaches. Teaches, yes. In Psalm 119 verse 9, sabi dito, How can a young man keep his way pure by keeping it according to your word? You see, 
the original language for way means a track or a direction, a pathway. In other words, the psalmist was asking, Lord, how can I walk in a manner that is pleasing to you? How should I conduct my life? So how? By keeping it according to your word. You know, when I, uh, when I was a young kid, I started loving the game of basketball, okay? The game of basketball. In fact, just recently, I, I think this was last year, Marty, uh, we joined this uh, league, IPBL, okay? Uh, what's that? In, Interpastor? Basketball league, something like that. I was the best bench warmer during that time. Woo, Marty, let's go! But you see, I love basketball. But when I was a young kid, basketball did not love me back. I was so bad at the game. I was so bad that whenever my neighbors see me, they don't want to play. They just want to play. Ang prime time noon, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. first game. 4.30 second game. Pagdating ng 5, third game, pag wala ng araw, uwian na. And so when it's my turn, sabihin ko sana, oh tara, laro tayo. Ang sasabihin nila, uwi na kami, pare. Pero ayaw nilang sabihin sa akin na ayaw nila ako kalaro. Pero tiningnan ko yung sarili ko. Sabi ko, bakit kaya ayaw nila akong kalaro? Maybe because I was so bad at the game. Whenever I dribble, and di ba you have to understand, I was a big guy. I was a big kid. Grabe, pagod na pagod ako eh. Kaya yung position ko sa basketball, midfield. Sa gitna lang ako ng court. Pasa lang, shoot ka agad. When I dribble, I dribbled so awkwardly. Gumaganong-ganong pa. And then, the ball hits my tummy. And it goes out of bounds. And so I quit the game of basketball. I got so bitter. But then, my dad heard na ayaw ko na mag-basketball. And he showed me this DVD. He gave me the Lenny Wilkins DVD. Yan. The basic, uh, basics enhanced edition. And so every single day, nagquit ako sa Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike pa nun eh. Uh, uh, ano pa? Um, Starcraft. Okay. And, and, and uh, PS, yung PS1 pa nun. Can you imagine PS1 pa nun? Nagquit din ako dun and I started paying attention to it. I started paying attention to it. Every single day, manunood ako, uh, dribbling, passing, uh, yung shooting form. Ang sabi ni Lenny Wilkins, when you shoot a basketball, it should be beef, balance, elbow, eyes on the target, and then finally, follow through. Kaya di ba, meron kayong mga kaibigan sa school, lagi nakaganon. Di ba? Kumukobi. Di ba? Kasi kasama yun, kasama yun. So I practiced that. Nainis na nga sa akin yung nanay ko eh. Kasi lagi ako nakaganon sa amin. Tapos lahat ng mga pintuan, dinadakdakan kong ganon. <laughs> Because I, I got so addicted. I got so addicted. So I practiced the game in and out, day in and out. Pag uwi ko sa bahay namin, magpa-practice na ako kagad. And you know what happened? I challenged my neighbors. Ayun, natalo ako. <laughs> And I got good, I got good. I got good. So after our games, after our games, I watch it again. I watch the tape. And then I ask myself, how can I improve? Did I practice this? Did I practice that? Was my form good? I miss a couple of shots. What, what should I change? All these things. And I realize it's the same thing with life. It's the same thing with life. As you go through, uh, as, as you go through your day-to-day, -day, you must always look at this 
observe your life. You see, keeping it, dun sa verse na yon, at first, I, I, uh, the first time I, I read this, ang akala ko, basta i-keep mo lang. Basta hawakan mo lang. store it in your mind. But the, the thing is, this word in the original language means to observe, to pay close attention, to wait patiently. That's what keeping it means. And the same thing in our life, we need to see we need to see our lives, the, I mean, the way we live, if it's going in line with what God's Word is saying. Just like me, when I was playing basketball. Do you understand what I'm, what I'm pointing out here? We need, to, we need to keep on observing what God's Word is saying. In James 1, 23 to 24, he, he illustrated God's Word. It says here, For if anyone is a hearer of the Word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. Think about it. When was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror? Kanina lang. Might be kanina lang, di ba? Might be some of you, you've opened the camera, tinitignan niyo, may kulangot ba ako? Siyempre, ako naman makita may kulangot ako, di ba? May muta. And then you change it right away. And so James was pointing that out. It continues in verse 25. But one who looks intently, listen to this, at the perfect law, which is God's word, the law of liberty, and abides by it, not having become a forgetful hearer, but an effectual doer, this man will be blessed in what he does. And so the principle is that we must observe what God's word is saying and continue to walk in it day by day. And I remember that those moments when I was so focused on just watching how I play the game. It's the same thing with life. You observe it, see what God's Word is saying about life, and then you apply it. God's Word teaches. What's the title of our message? Let God's Word? All right, so the first one is God's Word teaches, and the second one is God's Word directs. God's Word directs. In Psalm 119.105, it says here, let's read it all together. Your word is? And a light to my path. Let me show you a picture. This was uh, us, actually just me, but I was with my family. Uh, my mom called, called up. My mom, was a flight, my mom is a flight attendant. Sabi niya, pack your bags. Uh, we have a flight, the first flight ever of Cathay Pacific to Israel. And I'm booking you a flight. I was at work that time. And then the moment I heard it, walana, I packed my bags <laughs> and went off. Okay? And that picture right there was, uh, okay, that picture right there is uh, me, and behind me was, uh, was this statue of David. If you can see here, David was holding a bag. All right? Some of you would get that later on. <laughs> But the thing is, as we were journeying towards Jerusalem, because we stayed in Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv is where Jonah stayed before going to Tarshish. Okay? Ngayon is called Tel Aviv. And so on our way to Jerusalem, what happened? I saw this scenery. And thank God that there were clear pavements. There were lampposts, so we were guided. You have to understand that back then, there weren't any lampposts. Walang S-Lex nung time nila. It was just 
boulders, pitfalls, wild animals. And so, yung lamp para sa kanila is an essential tool for their journey. It was an essential tool for their journey. And the psalmist compared God's word to a lamp. He beautifully illustrates the importance of God's word as a guide in making decisions in our everyday lives. Think about it. Think about this. When was, uh, what were the, the decisions you regret the most? Ano yung mga decisions na yung pinagsisisihan nyo talaga buong buhay nyo? Di ba? Meron ba kayong mga naalala, yung mga nasabi nyo, yung mga nabitawan yung linya, tapos nagkikringe kayo? Na-experience nyo ba yan? Okay, some of this. Okay, um, as I was preparing this message, nag-isip ako eh. Ano, ano ba yung mga rinaregret natin? The first one is sa mga nagda-diet, yung stress eating. Di ba? Meron kayong project na isasubmit na stress ka, tara, milk tea tayo. Ilang sugar po, ma'am? Gawin mo ng 200%. 100% pearl, lagyan mo na rin ng kahit anong cheese. Lagay mo dyan, stress ako ngayon. Tapos pag ininom mo, anong gagawin mo? What will happen? Yung, magsisisi ka. Sabihin mo, paano hindi na ako magkasya sa t-shirt ko ah. Tumaba na ako, pagsisisihan mo. Alright? Another thing is this. Another thing is, impulsive buying. Impulsive buying. You go to the Nike store, sabihin mo, naku, limited edition yan eh. All white yan. I don't have an all white sneaker. Why you have a collection of 15 sneakers already? No, I just need it. It's, this is new. Can you hear it? It's speaking to me. Sabi nung, sabi nung, sabi nung sapatos, buy me, take me with you. <laughs> Tapos nung binili mo, nung binili ng kaibigan mo, pag uwi mo sa bahay nila, what happened? He has a collection of all white sneakers. <laughs> and then I realize niya, sinayang ko yung pera ko. Right? And lastly, and this one's serious, outburst of anger. Outbursts of anger. May nasabi sa'yo, he said something back, tapos bumawi siya ulit, tapos ginawa mo ng personal. Di ba? Oh, grabe ka naman, grabe yung suot mo. Grabe yung suot mo. Kala mo kung sino ka? <laughs> Ganon. And because of that, you guys are not friends anymore. And you couldn't take back what you said. Right? If you think about it, these, these things stemmed from deciding emotionally. I remember there was this young pastor who shared with us, he had, he had a great time with the Lord. He read his Bible. When he was a young Christian, before he was a pastor, when he was a young Christian, he had spent so much time with the Lord. In the morning, he worshipped God. Talagang yung, yung kamay niya gumagano, nagko-quiet time siya. Diba? Take me with you, God. Diba? I worship you. And then he was so full of the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, on his way to school, sumakay siya ng jeep. Pagsakay niyo ng jeep, may nakasabit. Diba? Nakakita ba nang ganun? Yung mga sumasabit? Biglang inisip niya, sipain ko kaya to. <laughs> There's this carnality eh. There's this inner struggle. And why is that? Because in the Bible, it says in Jeremiah 17 verse 9, and I'm in the, at the amplified version, the heart is deceitful above all things. It is extremely sick. More than coronavirus, extremely sick. Who can understand it fully and knows its secret motives? That's what God's Word is saying about our hearts. Whenever we make decisions, Usually, we only resort to our feelings. But you have to understand, no, feelings are not wrong, but you can't trust your feelings only. You can't trust your feelings only. 
And a lot of times I hear it from Christians, this is what God's impressing in my heart. Have you heard that statement? You know, this is what God's word saying in my heart. Tomorrow, I need to go to McDonald's and if I see a woman dressed in yellow, that's her. <laughs> Nasense ko lang. Binulong lang sa akin ni Lord. We must take note of this. Any feeling that contradicts God's word is not a feeling that comes from Him. It's not a feeling that comes from Him. That's why the good thing is we have the Bible. We have God's word to safeguard us from the impurities of our hearts, the deceitfulness of our feelings, and the misjudgment of our minds. In Hebrews 4, verse 12, it says, For the word of God. Okay, can we go to that slide? Hebrews 4, verse 12. Is it here? There. For the word of God, continue. And sharper than... The thoughts and intentions of the heart. In the original language, yung able to judge Jan, okay, is able to divide or to sort things out or to sift out, meaning to say to filter. Okay? In other words, what this passage is saying, when it comes to making decisions, God's word goes beyond facts. It also judges our hearts, our motives, our intentions, and so much more. That's why a wise saying goes, the Bible is the only book that you can read that actually reads you. I heard that in IDC by Dr. Ravi Zacharias. The Bible is the only book that you can read that can actually read you. You see, God's Word directs us to His will, plans, and purposes in our lives. That's why I listed down the table some examples that we can see when it comes to God's word, when we have questions about our calling, it says in Matthew 28 to go therefore and make disciples. In Ephesians, we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared for us in advance to do. That's what calling is. Another thing is love life. Okay, who should I marry? So meron principles that are listed down in there. Another thing is finances. Grabe, yung mga iba dito. Pagbabasa na ako ng word ni God. Sana i-reveal na sa akin ni Lord kung sino. Diba? Finances, okay, to, uh, to make sure you, you tithe and to trust God with your finances. When it comes to trials, diba? oh God, what should, what should we do? There's coronavirus, there's Taal, there's crash landing, uh, and there's the death of Kobe Bryant. What's happening in this world? It's found in the Word of God. In Proverbs 3, verse 6, diba? what does it say? What does it say? I forgot. <laughs> Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. And of course, your, your way of living. How should I live my life? Do it all for the glory of God, the Word says. And to offer your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Him. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform uh, any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And you will know what God's will is, His pleasing, perfect will. But Chris Stephen, how about the gray areas of life? Questions such as, who should I hang out with? What course should I take? Meron ba graduating dito? That's right, diba? That's one thing that, you're, that you've, you've asked yourself. 
What course should I take? Who should I pursue? Is it time? These are questions, when you say gray areas, these are questions that couldn't be answered by a yes or no. You are faced with crossroads in life. And so how are you going to do it? As you pray and ask God for His leading, you read His Word, and eventually God will speak to you through His Word. And it's important that as you seek for the Lord's leading, you process it with other godly minds. You ask for counsel. With, like with Kuya Marty. I always call him over the phone. And Kuya Marty, what should I do? You know, I prayed about this. And then he gives me wise counsel. Are you seated beside your D group leader? Oh, if you're seated beside your D group leader, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So God's word teaches, and the title of our message is, Let God's word guide you. Let's say that again. Let God's word guide you. So we learned. God's word teaches. God's word directs. So what should we do? So what if God's word teaches? So what if God's word directs? We must commit to read and obey God's word. In Psalm 119, 15 to 16, it says, I will meditate on your precepts, God's word, in other words, and regard your ways. And verse 16, continue. And I shall not forget your word. You see, when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to the word of God, it is more than casually reading it or reading it only when you need it. Wag tayo magpakabalimbing kay Lord. Bubuksan lang natin pag may, may trahedya sa buhay natin. It's not that. We should commit to reading God's Word. It has to be your way of living. Listen to this. You see, God wants you to know something. He wants to talk to you, to have you spend time with Him, and you will find Him in His Word. That's an important thing to take note of. You see, the psalmist was making a proclamation. Notice. Sabi niya, I will meditate. I shall delight. I shall not forget. You see, meditate here means to keep on thinking. The image nga dito when you say meditate daw is it's like a camel. The camel has two uh, digestive systems. So kakainin niya, tapos pagkakain niya, iluluha niya ulit. Kadire, di ba? Tapos kakainin niya ulit and digest on the other side. It, that, that's the picture of what meditate means, to keep thinking about it, keep thinking about God's word internalizing it to recall to mind. That's what it means. Delight means to take joy. You're going to commit to make God's word your source of happiness, your source of direction, your source of guide. And lastly, not forget. In the original language, it means when the worldliness sets in, you will not influence, be influenced by the world, but you will be influenced by the word of God. You will not be influenced by the world, but you will always be influenced by the word of God. You will not forget God's word. When, God, when, when people are saying, oh, you know, commit premarital sex, that's what love is really about, you will say, you know, that's not what God's word is saying. Eh? I will commit to be pure, and then I will uh, be pure for my future wife or my future husband. You're not, gonna, you're, you're not going to conform to the patterns of this world. Are you still with me? That's what it says. You know, as an application 
to, God, uh, to what we just learned, we must always spend time with the Lord daily, and that is through prayer and through the reading of Scripture. You always have to do your quiet time. Do you, have, do you guys have your quiet time today? Yes, diba? Amen. You always have to commit to uh, do your quiet time and make it part of your schedule. You see, I brought along with me my, my disciples. They're over there. Can you wave? Okay. Yeah, and I love you guys. Um, we, we recently had this activity. It's a Bible reading plan, uh, and it's in U version. They have that Bible app. And you can see your activities. And so in our D group, nag-sign up kami doon, and then we share our insights. We write our insights there. And then we pray for one another uh, about our commitment, our application, all these things, the insights that we've uh, written down there. So we pray for one another. Make it a commitment by meditating, delighting, and remembering God's word. You gotta commit. That's why it's called the spiritual discipline. You need to commit to it more than casually reading it, more than just flipping the page. If I remember when I was young, grabe, walang pictures, ang boring naman ito. Ganun eh. But you see, the moment you really become a serious Christian, you will start to have this deep hunger for the Word of God. You want to know Him more. You want to spend time with Him. And that is why as you spend time with Him, you want to hear His voice. You want to hear His plans for you. You want to hear Him correct you, to rebuke you, anything. You just want to spend time in solitude with God. When was the last time you actually spent time with the Lord and just, you know, comforted with the fact that you are spending with God Himself alone in your room? Diba? Those, are, those are the best things in life. That's why make it a commitment by meditating, delighting, and remembering God's word. What's the title of our message? Coronavirus. All right. What's the title of our message? Let God's word guide you. Let God's word guide you. Can we, can we just, can I call on the music team as I end? You know, I... Let's list down what we learned. God's Word teaches, God's Word directs, and the title is Let God's Word Guide You. Did you learn something new today? I pray that you do. You know, I made an acrostic of uh, this term called Word, right? I got so inspired by it, so I made an acrostic for you to remember as you spend time with the Lord. W stands for Worship God Through Prayer and Praise. That's not pray, okay? Praise. Worship God through prayer and praise. Uh, when you wake up in the morning, sabi nga ni uh, Pastor Peter, he washes his face para lang mawala yung antok niya. And he spends some time with, uh, he spends time with God. The first thing in the morning, he prays, he asks God for wisdom. And then, if you still have more time, you can sing a song. Worship is not just being done here. You can do it in your own, at your own time. Praise God for the gift of Spotify, diba? Then you collect your favorite songs there, diba? Hey, you can do whatever you want. You start worshiping God before you read a passage of Scripture. And then you pray to Him. Ask God, Lord, what, reveal to me uh, what you want me to learn and uh, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Forgive, us, forgive me for my sin. And then you started opening the Bible. Start opening the Bible. And O stands for? Observe passage of Scripture. 
observe passage of scripture. Where, where's the music team? Oh, okay, they're there. <laughs> Sorry, walang ganito sa alabang. Observe passage of scripture. And so, you ask the relevant questions. Who, what, when, where, and how. And then you meditate on it. Dig deep into it. And ask God, ano ba nangyayari dito? Who's the audience? What is being said here? Why are they doing that? All these things. And then finally, R stands for reflect on what you've learned. You ask the biggest question. Why? Why is this being said? Why is this the principle being said here? And how can I apply this into my life? But how apply to Lord? You see, the Bible says, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And then finally, God reveals to you, you know what, Stephen? You're not trusting me kasi. That's why that's happening. That, that's why these things are happening to you. And so finally, you go to D, which stands for depend upon the Holy Spirit. You pray to God, ask God, Lord, as you reveal this to me, help me to trust you more. Help me to have passion for you, to grow in love with you day by day. Help me to trust in you, no matter what the circumstance may be. Thank you, God, for revealing this to me. Thank you for making me learn this. Thank you for making me unlearn this. That's what you do. Worship, observe, reflect, and depend. You see, I want to end now and let me close uh, our time together. You see, in Alabang, we had this seminar. And uh, there's this great Bible teacher. He's very famous. He wrote Purity War. Uh, his name is James Sisi. Sisi. Sesi. Sisi. He's James, okay? James. He was so good. He was so good. And I got really inspired by him how he studied the Word of God. And so all of a sudden, and siempre when you're in a conference, minsan may mga, may mga commitment activity. And then sinabi niya sa akin, sinabi niya sa amin, just like this, sabi niya, can all of you stand up? Okay, not you guys. Pero sabi niya, can all of you stand up and take your Bible out and take a pen with you? And he, says, and he said, the first part of, or the first page of your Bible, you write down there, Dearest Stephen, dearest uh, Quinn, or who's the host kanina? Dearest Cha, or dearest Cholo, or who else? Dearest Marty, dearest Nige. Yeah. Ano ba? <laughs> and then I wrote here, para mas personal, and gusto kong lamangan yung mga katabi ko. Sabi ko, dearest son. Oh, wala kayo. Dearest son. Sabi kong ganun. Okay, and then write the date. And so I wrote here, January 9, 2018. I still remember that day. And at the last page of your Bible, sabi niya, write it there. Love God, your heavenly Father. Love God, your heavenly Father. And that was the time I realized, grabe, more than, more than learning that God's Word teaches, more than learning that God's Word directs, we must always understand and put to mind and in heart. God's word is his love letter for you, written not to prohibit you, but for you to experience him and his best. That's why if there's one thing I'd like you to remember, God loves you, 
let His Word guide you. Can we all just join our hearts in a word of prayer? Let's pray. Father in heaven, you know what's happening in our lives. You know the intricacies of our hearts. Thank you so much for just allowing us to be here today. Despite the coronavirus, despite the many things that are happening in this world, we're here today, today gathered as a family. And Lord, this time, may you just help us to make this a winning habit. You see, we understand the importance of your word because it speaks life to us. I pray, Lord, that all of us will have this immense desire to know you through your word. That the moment we wake up in the morning, we will not hold on to our phones, check our social media, check on Facebook, but we're going to check on the truth of your word. And if you're here today and you wanted to make, you wanted to make that commitment, and before you even read the word of God, you see, I want you to know that it's not an accident why you're here today. You see, written in God's word is his love for you. It says there that God loves you so much, so much. But the thing is, sometimes you ask questions such as, if God is good and loving, why do bad things happen to me? Why is there coronavirus? Why are, the, why are there so many people dying? Why but man on World War III? And that's because of sin. And sin entered to this world. It separated us from God. The word, uh, God's word is saying. And because of that separation, no matter how many good works you do, you cannot make things right with Him. And that's why 2,000 years ago, God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins and my sins. And the only thing that we need to do is to accept Him as our Lord and Savior. So without no one looking around, I want you to pray this prayer. Make it a prayer from your heart. Make it a declaration today. If you're still not sure where you're going, if you don't have this relationship with God, then pray something like this. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I surrender my life to you. And I accept you as my Lord and as my Savior. Make me the person you truly want me to be. And I am excited to walk with you in this life that I have here on earth. I want to know you more as I spend time with you every single day. Pray to you every single day. Meditate on your word every single day. And Lord, we, I look forward to that time when I will see you face to face in heaven. Thank you, Lord, so much. And Lord, we thank you again for this service, for the many things that we've learned today. I pray for all of us to apply everything that we've learned in our life. We love you so much, Lord. And all of God's people say, Amen and Amen. God bless. I love you guys. Can we stand up? And before we sing uh, our songs, you know, I just want to challenge everyone. I know a lot of us are reading the Word of God already. But maybe for some of us, I don't know. I don't know if you are really serious with God. But I hope through this message, you realize that without reading this, His Word, I don't know what's going to guide your life. 
I don't know right now what's guiding your life. So I'm really challenging everyone. Please, if you're serious or you want to be serious with the Lord, you have to read His Word. You have to spend time with Him. You have to get to know Him more. I know a lot of you are doing that right now, so praise God, keep on doing that. But if some of you, you're not yet doing it, please. If you don't have a Bible, when you go out later, there's a welcome center, there's a lounge, you ask the, the person, maybe Larry Dan, our campus missionary, whoever is there, I need a Bible. Spend time with Him. If you're serious with your studies, do you read the requirements at school? Parang hindi kayo nagbabasa sa school lah. Of course you do. If you want to pass an exam, right? What about life? That's why, please, that's why this is called winning habits. We are here to help you. We are here to remind you. But you got to do your part. Spend time with the Lord in prayer. And of course, read His Word daily. Another thing about reading His Word. We have this in CCF called the Memory Verse Scripture Challenge. Are you familiar with that? I hope you get a copy of that and you start memorizing verses weekly. It's going to inspire you. It's going to remind you how to live your life. It's going to protect you from the attacks of the evil one. And it's going to encourage you and bless your heart deeply. Can we do that? Memorize scriptures? Can we make that commitment as an Elevate family? Okay ba? Ay, parang ayaw. Sige, magkaka-coronavirus ka. No, I'm just kidding. No, seriously, can we do that? Can I get a commitment from you guys that you're going to read God's Word daily? That you're going to pray daily and you're going to spend time memorizing His Word. Amen. Can we just close this time again and then we're going to sing some songs. Father God, again, I'm inspired and blessed by your message to all of us. Thank you that you gave us your love letter. Please, Lord, I pray that every single one of us will take this seriously to read your word, meditate on it. Please, because it's going to guide us. It's going to direct our, our path. So please, Lord God, help all of us every day. Spend time through prayer and spend time meditating your word so that it could change our lives. Lord, we worship and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you, so make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.